You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Yeah, Massey, uh, here's to you. This is uh, tequila uh, oh. on behalf of you going to cold Mexico mm-hmm. up north for what was that? Two months? Two weeks. It seemed like two, two months. Weeks. Happy New Year, sports fans. This is our first show of 2023. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Was that actually tequila? Oh, you took that. Oh, yep. Yeah, I can see the squint in your eyes that it was actually tequila. Good for you. This isn't a this isn't a television show where I just pretend to do things like take tequila shots. I'm a man. I'm an I'm a uh, method method podcaster. Yeah, yeah. As I think we're all, we're purely authentic here on Teton Sports Talk. Our research, our facts, all authentic. I went to Canada. I went to the Century Lodge. It was all time. I mean, the Grand Canyon obviously was an all time trip. One A and one B. Grand Canyon one B. Century Lodge yurt. And it's, it's not a yurt. It's a lodge. It's a lodge. It's three stories, has running water. You still use number two outside. There was a sauna with a shower and there was endless, endless terrain to ski. It was absolutely exceptional. And I will tell you this, helicopter is my new way, new favorite way to travel. Even on, what about a hel- you know, helicopter Uber? You ever tried that out? I have not. Is that a thing? It's a little expensive. It's a little expensive. Was that your first heli skiing? Well, no, I did not technically go heli skiing. The helicopter just oh. took me from Rogers Pass and dropped me off at the lodge, and we toured from there. But we took a helicopter ride in and a helicopter ride out. So I guess technically that's two helicopter rides, and it yeah. was so fun. And it makes you feel like an absolute baller when you're kneeling down in the helicopter lands and all the snow is flying everywhere, and you're just throwing gear on gear on the helicopter and the hop in and the guys just like yeah, yeah. Vroom, into the canadian wilderness and it was awesome i know i may not look it i'm not as good of a skier as massey i have been heli skiing it is very fun i have footage mm-hmm. of getting out of the helicopter and then doing the kneel down with your gear and stuff and letting it take off and then it was actually the guy was like a pilot he was like a um he was like a uh, military pilot. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was going to hit trees. He basically was just like flying around the for- like the forest in uh, Jackson. Like it was, it was just nothing. Like he was. He's probably having was a good incredible. time. He was like, you know what? I used to do these maneuvers while people shot at me. So this seems this yeah. is like this is easy as cake. I, easy I as fell cake. in love with him. He Piece was, of cake. He was a sm- smoke show, great beard, kind of a, like salt and pepper. I forgot mm-hmm. his name. You look him up. Slide mm-hmm. in the DMs. Maverick. Yeah, he's doing Maverick, great movie. Um, We have an absolutely packed show. We have things that we would like to catch up on. Uh, Congratulations. I don't know. I'll start here. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs for absolutely trouncing TCU. I was listening. What? And and trainer, you picked the Bulldogs and they ended up winning. And who else? Who else did I have? Um, you also TCU. had TCU. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's right. It's called a monopoly. <laughs> the um, it's I was listening to recaps of the game, and I felt the funniest part stuck out to me is that when Kirby Smart ended up pulling all the defensive starters for Georgia, the backups went in, and there was just no difference in play. And the, all the starters for offense on TCU was like, really? These are the backups, and they kept getting absolutely stomped in. There was video of of a Georgia like defensive lineman just barking at the TCU offensive lineman, and all. I could think about was the scene from the water boy where the guy's like oh please don't kill me and it's just max duggan just running <laughs> for his life. yeah yeah oh god um, hot hot 
not only that, the Georgia, uh, I don't know, was it the, uh, the, 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 eight, the, uh, sorry, the A squad with, were, was, the, were those the ones so excited it's new year. Can't get, haven't done this show in so long. Were those the ones that were eating wings on the sideline? Yeah, that was an all time, all time move by that Georgia defense. How out. is Texas and OU going to compete with this? If, if Texas can't beat TCU in Austin, how the hell are they going to compete against Georgia in the SEC? It's going to be fun. And it doesn't help that Archie Manning already on campus has lost, lost his uh, student ID once, once or twice. Dang, tough fumbles. Yeah, come on, come on, Arch. That's not gonna, that's not gonna win you football games. Um, Georgia, back to back champions. What's got? Oh, I hope I, I hope I happen to run, run across it the third time. I find Arch's ID somewhere a little weird in Austin. Yeah, I go weird places. Yeah, you go to college (laughs) bars. Um. (laughs) <laughs> oh, what, what was I saying? Oh, Georgia, uh, repeat champions. Alabama's done that a couple of times, but they will have, be, have the right. chance to have a three-peat for the first time since, like, Minnesota in the 60s or something like that. That is rare. That is unprecedented air. Back-to-back champions, rarefied air. Three-peat, that is elite status, and Georgia has the chance to do it, although they are grad- finally graduating Stetson Bennett, which I will say this, might be the greatest college football story of all time. I'll go ahead and admit that. Mm-hmm. Stetson Bennett's trajectory from uh, not having one scholarship offer and then maybe having one from Columbia later in his recruiting and then walking on to Georgia, going to a junior college, outlasting five-star re- uh, recruits like JT Daniels and, oh, I forgot the other guy that was a flash in the pan. Um, Justin Fields? What? Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about justin fields jt daniels yeah. um and there was there was this one other one other guy six foot six From? really really tall had a no he was that stafford how he, long is how long has he been there yeah exactly <laughs> point is he goes on to not only be a national championship once national championship champion once but twice and had a curtain call in the third quarter because they were beating TCU so bad. He absolutely mastered the Georgia offense. He was Kirby Smart's protege. He They felt like they were on the same page. They did everything right. It helped that he was um, had a bunch of talent around him, but Stetson Bennett, man, he's going to be selling used cars and insurance in Georgia Athens and be the first billionaire in Athens, Georgia. I swear. he he's His life trajectory and his story is so, so good that hopefully Disney will not make a movie about it. <laughs> well, you got to write a you got to write a cheesy book first. Um, yeah, he looked like Screech back in the day. Uh, the, I saw the glasses with the curly curly fro. Yeah, uh, cute look. He's gonna be a coach. He's maybe he'll be the offensive coordinator. I don't know if he's gonna be a car dealer. I feel like he's gonna go the coaching route unless he turns into Brock Purdy and is Mister Relevant and has a career in the NFL. You never know, Massey. Crazy things I think, happen. I think there is an NFL team that'll want him on his on their roster. At the very least, he's shown the ability to to play football at a high level. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know he doesn't have the stature for it, but whatever. Like he can play football. The kid kid has proven it. Who who in the Give world him the coaching can doubt? job? Cliff Kingsbury's gone. Give him the coaching job in Arizona. I mean, who cares? Jeff Saturday got a job for, for after sitting at the ESPN booth. Yeah, whatever. Just roll the dice, Cardinals. Um, what else? That's what big else? Of you. Brock Brock that's big of you. Thank you. Big of you to give let's give big of you to give Stetson his 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 uh flowers the love after hmm? his flowers, so to speak. Oh, it's, oh, he said Bowers, like Brock Bowers, the tight end. Um, yes, you get you're giving his flowers as a humbled 
Alabama fan. New year, new Massey. I like oh, to see it. How about how about Nick Saban <laughs> on the halftime uh on on the oh, halftime God. desk and just getting it ear and headlines. Yeah, he well, he got it right from oh my gosh, I'm blanking on David Pollock. David Pollock yeah. looked Nick Saban right in the eye and he did him dirty. And Pollock had this one in the chamber for years and just looked Nick Saban in the face and says, how does it feel that Georgia is now the new president in college football? And you just saw Nick Saban's eyes just light. There's a little flame back there. There was like a little bitty flame. And then when Pollock said it, he was like, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to come back and I'm going to prove you wrong. going to give it to you. David's going to give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, I I would say, I mean, I give Saban a lot of hell. Everybody hates him outside of Alabama fans. The only reason I think say he deserved it on television was because he, that Saban, this is back in like 2022, a million years ago. Yeah. He called in during the Big Ten championship game against Michigan against Purdue and started campaigning for Alabama to still get a playoff spot. That was that was a little embarrassing. I think that's something that was like contractually obligated. You know, he he was one of those things where the Alabama was like, you got to go on there and give your best best pitch. Now coaches do that all the time. Urban Meyer's done it before. Um, they go on there yeah, and they so. not, root. Don't put their names together, Massey. You, Careful. Polar opposites. Polar. The documentary you're on television. You're on you're on the radio. You're on under oath. Well, I'm just saying, people in the past have done it. Nick Saban was awful, and I, it, I mean, not Nick. It was, it, it was awful. It was awful to watch them grovel, and no one had a better field day on championship, championship Monday, championship Tuesday, whatever. After the Monday. championship, than Alabama fans saying, "Look, we we could have done better than TCU." It's like, well, you didn't. You lost to Tennessee. Like, what do you, what do you, and LSU? Like, what are you saying? Like, well, we should have been there over TCU. It's like, well, it's too late. It's too late, guys. They took, they took our spot. They, wait a minute. This is the Alabama in- Invitational, and we're not even invited. Uh, I think the Saban thing, we can go, we get to the huddle right after this, but the the Saban, the, he just looked like he, he looked like he had like a first-year corporate job. He was sitting in this little sad office, and I was like, remember Jerry Jones drafted from his yacht? Why is Saban not drafted from his yacht? Why is he drafting from his baby little little baby cubicle? He looks so sad. It was so weird. He's but also a long very, time ago. He's also very small of stature. I know he looks small on the sideline, but every coach looks small on the sideline. But when you get get him actually in person, he's a pretty small guy. So unless he's got command of a hundred players behind him, he doesn't look that powerful. It's true. It's true. All right, pack show. We got to get to the huddle. The huddle. Oh we got God. to get to the NFL playoff game. The, the the divisional round. The wild card. The super divisional, super wild card divisional round. Whatever the hell it's called these days. That was a Ooh. sensational weekend of football. Um, was Brock Purdy? Okay, Purdy good. Purdy good. Um, so we got that discussed. I'm gonna drop. Uh, I'm gonna pick up a, a new college basketball team just to just to go ahead and let you know since I have the the rights. The waiver wire is mine. And then we uh, don't drop UVA Massey. Oh, no way. We beat the Hokies tonight Um, with with Steph Curry in the crowd. You see that? Yeah. Steph Draymond and Ty Jerome was the um, he's the the queen bee. He's bringing all of his buddies from Golden State over. Yeah. I like that Steph is taking him under his wing. It it brings me joy. Oh, yeah. And Clay Thompson and Ty Jerome coached by the same guy, Tony B. Um, Can't say it enough. So the good, uh, excuse me, the the huddle is. Oh, and and if we get to it, we're gonna do the relationship status with uh, the NFL QBs and their coaches. Correct? Yes, we can at least do. I was thinking we can keep maybe the eight that are still in it out of it. So we, yeah, I know we're gonna be tied on time as we always are. So yeah, we'll do that. Okay. So the huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on your quote slash question of the week and your goat of the week. I'm gonna kick it to you, trainer. What is your good news of the week? Dallas Cowboys are headed to a divisional road game against. Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers 
What year is this, Massey? Is it 1994? I feel young again. Here we go. I know. I noticed you add a little dye to your hair to feel Here young. Here we go. I, I think it's what. I didn't, say? I didn't say anything about you dyeing your hair because you, you think you're I'm back doing, in the 90s. Am I doing gray blend? Gray blend at the uh, at the at the hair salon? Well, it's, it's tasteful. It's tasteful. It looks good. It looks uh, good. Jerry Jones trolling his kicker uh, via Twitter. Who tweets anymore? Um, at, Jerry during Jones. the game, that was that was pretty great. Um, last time the Cowboys played the 49ers, not that long ago, actually in the playoffs. That was when Fat Mike forgot how much time was left, and fans threw about you know, $320 Miller lights at Dak and the players, they exited the tunnel last year and Jerry world. Um, and going into this game, San Francisco and Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy are four point favorites. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that is, it's absolutely, I mean, everyone has to take everything that they said back about Dak Prescott because he had four touchdowns four throwing touchdowns and one running rushing touchdown, five touchdowns, total four touchdowns, total. He yeah. played his absolute tail off. If you took one, if you just glanced at the game, if you had one snapshot of Dak Prescott, he's covered in turf stains. You can tell that he's giving it his all. And Tampa Bay, they stink. We'll get to that. But um, all 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 the credit in the world goes to Dak Prescott for stepping up in this moment. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it remains to be seen how how we and he et cetera play against San Francisco. Much better defense on grass, which we which was basically a house of horrors for Dallas. So this game's going to be tough. Four points. It seems like if four points seems low for what how good the Niners are, the only way I can see us winning this game is if Brock Purdy finally turns into Mr. Relevant and a pumpkin like Cooper Rush did against the Eagles. Like there's there's got to be a chink in his armor. And if we don't miss 18 PATs and Brock Purdy doesn't play so well, we have a chance. How do you feel about your uh, kicker getting the yips? Starting in what week I 18? I love it. Yeah, just <laughs> now, now you're just sitting there like a field goal, huh? He's okay, so he's so good. And it's like, I, of course, like I was just like, we're uh, for uh, Dallas Cowboys fans of my friends, fans, cynical fans, and myself were joking about how are we gonna, how are we gonna figure out a way to lose this game this year? And it seemed like losing, missing four out of five PATs would be that way. Somehow we prevailed handily. Um, because Tom Brady and that offense is so predictable because all they can do is throw the ball to Mike Evans. So it's, yeah, I mean, McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, that defense with Bosa and Ward, I mean, it's going to be tough. It was very funny. I had that thought in the same way. I was like, four missed extra points. Are they going to lose? Are they going to lose? <laughs> this is going splendidly. The Cowboys have found the newest way to lose. They have five touchdowns and 31 points. I don't understand the math. Sorry, side good news. I don't think this will steal from you, but while we were gone, the DeMar Hamlin thing happened. He's recovering, which is great. Yes. Also, Russell Gage. Russell Gage got released from the hospital after um, a big neck hit against the Cowboys in the playoff game, which – you started to feel like when that happened late in the game, you start to feel like, is this the end of football that creeps in a little bit? You're yeah. Like, Hamlin happened. Now this happened and luckily everything's good. And yeah. Hamlin is going to be, is, is going to be in the building for the bills Bengals game. And it, when he runs out of that tunnel, it's going to, yeah. there's going to be a seismic quake that registers on whatever the USGS quake radar in buffalo it's going to be absolutely electric and i can't wait to watch yeah bill's mafia with hamlin running out of the tunnel that's a quite a combination 
I think every man's shirt is going to come off when Hamlin, and it's going to be swinging over his head. I think Fitzpatrick's even going to be in the upper deck, just bearing all his chest hair. Ryan Fitzpatrick, just loving, loving the Bills. Um, my good news of the week: the coaching carousel, the off, the off-season stuff, the drama. Where's Lamar Jackson going? It's time to fire up the Aaron Rodgers rumor mill. It's time to fire up the Tom Brady rumor mill. Where's Derek Carr going? Where, uh, is Brock Purdy going to be in San Francisco? Is Tom Brady going to be there? Who's going to be the next Saints quarterback, Carolina's quarterback, Jets quarterback? What are the Washington Commanders going to do? Uh, now that they have Sam Howell, are they going to actually stick with him? Uh, the Colts, who's, who's their quarterback? The Falcons, are we looking at Tom Brady going to the Falcons maybe? It is all Wait, up in the air, and it's fun to talk about. The only thing better than the NFL football season, because there's nothing better than the NFL football season, is just the drama that surrounds where players are going and who's getting fired and who's what the drama's the drama is. You know, you feel you feel me here. Like the Saints are are shopping Sean Payton around. Are the Bears going to pick up Sean Payton and we're going to get the first round pick and get Bryce Young? Who knows? Okay, I'm delusional. I get it. I get it. I'm this delusional. What, no, this, well, this is what Saints fans do during the playoffs. Uh, I got a I got a game to think about. So sorry. I, I appreciate that there's drama, but yeah. How? <laughs> How dare you? I'm kidding. I love the drama. I got tons to talk about, as do you. Uh, the Sean Payton sweepstakes are very interesting with the whole, you got to trade for him. Like um, You're married to Mike, Mike McCarthy. How does that feel? You were, saw, you were <laughs> saying tanking for Sean all season Wait. long. And next thing yeah, you know, see. and next thing you know, Mike McCarthy and and you are mono brother, brothers, brothers shaking hands. That verbal meme go- of two, two strong arms holding hands together. If we go to San Francisco and have a Georgia versus Oregon type outcome, Fat Mike's not totally safe. I promise you that. Oh, yeah. After a 13-win season, you're going to fire Mike McCarthy. Do you remember how long you had Jason Garrett? Oh, oh. I just that, The tequila shot just came back up. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. And on the Chargers, are they going to keep uh, Staley? Like, who knows? Who knows? They are. And that's that, – That's because yeah, they're cheap. Because they're cheap. We'll get to it. Sad. All right, give me your critical number of the week. Poor Herbert. Uh, four. Uh, that is the point spread for the Cowboys-Niners game. There was also four missed PATs by Brett Maher. There were four interceptions by the prevailing – the battle of the sunshines between Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Four interceptions in the first half by Trevor Lawrence. Five turnovers total in that first half. Probably the worst game of all time in a playoff, and also that quarterback prevailed and won the game. Has to be. And then also $1.4 million bet that somebody made to win $11,000 when the Chargers were up 27 to 0. <laughs> what what a heck of like a like a minuscule bet. You're like, I'm going to put 1.4 on the line and get just a I fraction back. I thought it was Mattress Mac again or whatever, but it wasn't. I don't know who this uh, – it might be It might be fake Twitter, but I feel like it's probably real, but I, I've not seen the person that wants to face – up to this but they how do you find out unless somebody shares their bet how do you find out about that bet does like the bookie share that does fan is FanDuel able to like publicly say that without with keeping it anonymous of who the the better was honestly now that you mention it and I take all those like screen grabs for as as truth right I think we might have been getting duped damn it I don't know neither here nor there my critical number, ironically enough, is four. Four teams in the NFC South that need a quarterback next year. 
Okay. All right. Accurate. Didn't didn't yeah. see that coming, but I like I like your spin zone there. The four highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL did not make the playoffs. They are as followed. Aaron Rodgers with fifty point <laughs> three million. Russell Wilson at forty nine million. Kyler Murray was paid $46.1 million this year. And this guy really doesn't count, although I will laugh at him. Deshaun Watson paid $46 million to play four games? And he's number four. Yikes. Um, yeah, so so just just like that, just because you got a high-value QB doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make the playoffs. Number five was, I'm pretty sure it was like Josh Allen or someone. No, Patrick Mahomes. So, he's doing okay. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He's all right. Also, I have, I have some other critical numbers. Uh, twelve point seven million. Have you have you heard about this lump of cash? Four point four point seven. Twelve point seven. I don't know. What that, is that is the amount of money that you say Usain Bolt is missing from his investment portfolio in a Jamaican-based company, Stocks and Securities Ltd. He checked his account. He only had twelve thousand dollars in it, and he said, "What? That doesn't sound good." Neither does investing in whatever you just said, Jamaican what? Stocks and securities. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, there's so many companies out there that are like, we're called asset management. Give us your money. It's like, wait, what? I, J- Jamaican asset <clears throat> that just yeah, that sounds like a scam. Oh man, I'm having I'm having a rough go. I, mean, I know with the Usain coffee. Bolt Usain Bolt <laughs> wants to Support support local businesses and hedge funds or whatever. But like, what are you doing there, man? Yeah, yeah. All right, give me your stuck on trainer. Brandon Staley keeping his job. Last year, we remember the garbage coaching that led them to miss the playoffs against the Raiders. They had a, every opportunity to win that game to go to the playoffs. So they missed out on the playoffs last year. Then he plays. Let's just skip ahead. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that the game they had to tie? Yeah, yeah, the game that they could have just been tied and both the games, both teams got in, but then they let Pittsburgh in. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger got one more, one more day in the sun. Ben, uh, and and he's and he's keeping his job because the charges are cheap. Yeah, and the, yeah, sorry, they he played Mike Williams in a completely meaningless Week 18 game and he got hurt, so no Mike Williams against the Jags, which probably would have helped things. Letting Joey Bosa Pro- probably, just act- probably. Oh yeah, they would won I mean, that game. Yeah letting Joey Bosa act like a complete D bag after throwing an absolute little kid at Toys R Us fit on the field with his helmet. And then not only letting him slam his helmet and not reprimanding him for it, but picking up the helmet, like he's his nanny and being like, I'm going to pick up your trash off the field, giving it back to Joey. And then Joey slams the helmet in front of his coach again, and then not, you know, enforcing any sort of leadership or I don't know, like discipline. I mean, yeah. And was, then losing twenty seven, sorry, losing a twenty seven to zero lead against a AFC South team. It would, yeah, that that's a good that AFC South team should should really you know drive that point home. He looked so clueless, like he had a bunch of kids. He didn't know how to. I don't know. He was just out of his element. First day you teaching. How, first day teaching kindergarten. Exactly. Nathaniel Hackett lost his job for looking clueless. Uh, the Denver coach this year. I I, I don't see. Russell Wilson was terrible this year and mm-hmm. Denver underperformed. And I can't believe that Brandon Saley is getting the benefit of the doubt. And not only that, but he adamantly said when asked, like, was he worried about, I mean, I guess as a coach, you got to be like confident alpha, et cetera, and say, no, I didn't think my job was in jeopardy, but I mean, it's just good God. Like yeah. how, how is he keeping this job? And Herbert and the chargers would be a Sean Payton haven, you know, yeah, they, in terms they, of they like, would. I mean, I, I know it's all about Sean Payton right now, but like, I, in, in, just somebody else deserves that job. I'm sorry. That's that's all I have to say. 
All right. My stuck on, we already talked about a couple of them. Uh, George's absolute beatdown of TCU. That was a clinic. I looked at some stats about Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and my stuck on is how bad Tampa Bay sucked this year. And they were so overhyped. They were favored in 14 games this season, in the regular season. They beat the spread four times. Cowboys, Saints, Seattle, and Carolina. That's the only time they beat the spread. Some of those spreads were double digits. And all of a sudden, Byron Leftwich is going to get fired. It, it Right. Scapegoat. It, he's just getting martyred. He was the hottest name in head coaches last year, but behind Todd Bowles after Aaron, Aaron uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to struggle with my uh, my talking. All, all, I'm not used to this. Bruce Arians got uh, let go. Todd Bowles ascended to his position. Byron Leftwich was shopping, not shopping around, but pretty sure he was getting phone calls from from teams asking about his availability. And now they're going to fire him. Someone is going to gobble him up. The moment he gets fired, his phone is going to start ringing off the hook if it hasn't already. It's just Tampa Bay was so bad all year. They went into the playoffs, what, nine and eight? Eight and nine. Eight and nine, under 500. They finished eight and 10, and, and they have sucked all year, and they're in the NFC South. And I want to point the finger at them and just laugh in their face because I'm hurting as an NFC South guy. So sorry, Tampa Bay. You're you're back to loserville. You are irrelevant. Oh, I would I would give my left pinky, maybe and and ring finger, my uh not my no, not my wedding hand. My right. My right my, <laughs> Yeah. Uh to have to replace Kellen Moore with Byron Leftwich. And Kellen Moore called an, an outstanding game he, this week. He did. He did. He did. I mean, but but you what'd you say? What who did you who did you just say sucks? Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Thank you. All right. All right. So give me your quote slash question of the week, trainer. I think I can win MVP again in the right situation. Oh, yeah. Here comes the Aaron oh, Rodgers yeah. drama. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, oh, open up the ayahuasca yeah. jar and start shoveling ayahuasca. in your mouth. Oh, my God. Just another shot at the organization on another offseason and pointing the finger at teammates and saying, like, my team sucks, organization sucks. I need to be in the right spot because I'm still – a badass go host family feud i'm sick and tired of this i just leave just leave aaron Rodgers is a villain in his own making it's very it's very funny to think about how he just got paid 50 million dollars and thinks that he can just go on and start running his mouth certainly the organization wants to get rid of him but there'd be the guys that traded aaron Rodgers. they got rid of brett Favre. i mean he went to the jets and then went to the vikings and ended up in the nfc championship but that being said like are you going to be the team that trades aaron Rodgers? i would i would lose sleep at night thinking about that proposition no matter how how bad i hated aaron Rodgers. but he's so long in the tooth he's 38 massey that's a that's a that's an old age ancient the man is when you guys start thinking ancient you guys are thinking about that but yeah if he if he the only the only way I can see this working out that I would like is if he gets in, gets his way, gets traded to the Raiders, gets to play with Devonta Adams again, and then he has a collapse in the next year, and Devonta Adams says, "I never liked him." That's what I want to see happen. The Raiders are so broke. There's no way that um. You're right. You're right. There's no way that man. I got COVID brain. I'm pretty sure I still have COVID they can, brain. They can afford him to pair him back up with Devonte. Well, yeah. that and um the owner of the Raiders who I can't think of off the top of my head for some reason. He's got the crappy haircut and wears white jeans all the time. Mark Mark Davis with a bowl cut. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark Davis right now currently does not own the Raiders. His mother does. The inheritance tax that he's going to have to pay when his mother passes is going to be so substantial. They're thinking that he is going to have to sell the Raiders. So he needs to go as cheap as possible in, in order to try to have the cash – 
to front it because apparently you have to like pay 25% of the inheritance tax like right up front and that's going to be in the multi-millions of dollars and people don't think Mark Davis has although he's you know he runs a tight budget he loves P.F. Chang's maybe I've also he heard looks, I've he heard, looks like he has a lot of sodium in his diet yeah is he still paying Gruden like 10 million a year too Oh yeah, that was ten million. Yeah. That was a hundred million dollars guaranteed over ten years, and then Goodell probably doesn't like him, and was like, "Oh, here's some emails. Do what you do what you will with that, Mark Davis." Goodell, he's a, he's the master. He's the puppet master behind it all. It's rigged. It's all rigged. He hates the Saints. Never should have lost the the freaking Rams. Refs. All right, give me your quote. Where, where are we? This is my this is my quote of the week. I'm going to make that dude's life hell. Uh, Nick Bosa talking about Dak Prescott. Yeah, well, that that he, Nick Bosa does not have to say that. This is Zach Wilson in response to the hypothetical and probably inevitable move that the Jets will replace him at quarterback next year. So what is he going to do? Is he going to put like shaving cream in the guy's cleats in his locker? Is he going to like hide his helmet? Because there's no way his quarterback play <laughs> is going to be worry no. any veteran quarterback that's going to come in there. He is so bad it's just so funny he lost the locker he lost the locker room so bad he got benched for mike white that's how bad he was yeah and robert soleil had no reason to bench the second round second overall pick a year from a year before after trevor lawrence like nope i mean that's just like he had to have been playing so poorly yeah you're right i mean he's not he's he's trying to say i'm going to play like a badass in training camp or something and make his life hell like on oh my my play is going to make his life hell I did a little I did a little dive into Jets uh drafting history and how many uh different quarterbacks have started for the Jets. Terrific. And you and I went as far back as 2008 to Brett Favre, right? Cuz Okay. They have drafted 10 quarterbacks since Brett Favre in 2008. Uh let me give you some of the names here. Mark Sanchez, what's your fumble. Butt fumble, thank you. Uh Greg McElroy, Geno Smith, Tosh Boyd. Do you remember Tosh Boyd coming out of Clemson? Tosh I completely yeah, forgot I about him. Um, then Bryce. Pa- Go ahead. Sorry, pre Deshaun, right? Boyd. Correct. Um, Bryce Petty, Christian Hackenberg, Sam Darnold, uh, James Morgan in 2020, and then Zach Wilson Ooh. in 2021. Yeah, James Morgan. In that James in that Morgan. time, they have out of uh, they have started 14 different quarterbacks. Uh, Kellen Clemens, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick had a stint on there. They are not able to pin down the quarterback position, but they are very good at overpaying people. So maybe Lamar Jackson will end up there, but it's one of those things where the Jets are in so much trouble, especially in a in a division dominated by Josh Allen and the Bills. Oh, yeah, and and and, and, I mean, and the and Mike McDaniel yeah. and Bill Belichick are still lurking around. Yeah, you saw you saw Belichick. I don't think I don't think Mac Jones is done at all by any. I think he's totally fine. Uh, they can build around him. They're, you know, Patriots are a defensive team. Belichick's a defensive guy. Tua is going to come back better. I feel like better next year. Still going to have Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Yeah. And yeah, the, I mean, the Jets have a great, they have a great roster. They just, their defense is so good. Yeah. And they have Garrett Wilson and they have, um, damn it. What's his name? Who got hurt? The running back, Bryce, Brees Hall. Like, yeah. I mean, they have a good, they have a good team. They just, yeah, the quarterback's has got awful. Mike White played admirably in his stead. Yeah, I thought Mike White was kind of, kind of awesome. Um, yeah. All right, give me your, give me your goat of the week. Well, you mentioned Goodell, 
and they're kind of they're kind of in the same you know same breath when it comes to the uh, the Hamlin situation. Um, which was Goodell saying like, we need to start this game in five minutes or else. And uh, Skip Bayless went off on a, you know, one of his Skip Bayless, Hey, what's going on with this game? What's going to mess up seating? Like the fact that he's not, you you can't hold this turd accountable um, in any way whatsoever. It just, it just buns me out. I mean, I know he's, he's um, employed by Fox who also employs, Urban Meyer and other Fox News uh, people, but it's yeah. like and, and... Just, it just it just blows my mind. And like, <laughs> oh man, I can't I can't wait for the day that there's a Skip Bayless celebrity death news. Don't uh, well, that's a that's a harsh that's a harsh thing to say. It's very funny that people people can like not have empathy for the first two hours that somebody's life is on the line. He's just such a cl- I'm just so sick of I just like he and he created this jerry springer mari sports television trash like i just like i it makes me makes my blood boil yeah i i just need to yeah i don't want to say anything else because I'll, I'll get in trouble well yeah you just wish death upon somebody so maybe maybe <laughs> maybe we'll move on roger well, could, I mean, you know when <laughs> when, I'm, when i'm like when i'm 52 and he's 102 or whatever and you know it's over <laughs> it's all over um my goat of the week was sean payton and um, Dak Prescott, but we've already covered them extensively. Should we go to the slate or should we go slate of games on Saturday and Sunday for the uh, the yeah. divisional round? Yeah. All right. All right. I'll let you I'll let you lead with this, but Jacksonville is playing at Kansas City 2:30 on Saturday. Kansas City is 14 and 3. Jacksonville just over 500 at 9 and 8, is that right? 10 and 8? Yeah, they're 9 and 8, one better than the NFC South teams. Yep. Um, they kick off at two thirty. Kansas City favored by nine. I see Kansas City revenge tour. Nine points is not enough. Kansas City covers this game, but I'll I'll let it, I'll let you discuss the finer points. Yeah, I feel like I mean you know Herbert's great. Kansas, City, but Herbert's great, and losing a twenty seven zero lead is terrible. There are a lot of things like at play. Mike Williams, Joey Bosa throwing a fit and getting a big penalty, um, and Staley is not. Andy Reid. So I will definitely say Kansas City at home hosting Jacksonville. If Jacksonville plays mediocre in the first half, they're not going to be able to survive and come back like they would um, against the Chargers uh, on the road against Kansas City. So I do like that point spread. I think Kansas City wins easily. Yeah, Kansas City's defensive line way, way better. Even with the Bosa there, way better than the Chargers defense. The- oh, yeah. Chris Jones. Chris Jones had a great year. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City really is it. I think if you look at these teams, uh, Forgive me for going off this tangent. New York Giants, Philadelphia, Kansas City, all in the NFC have fantastic defense. Now, Buffalo, without without um Von Miller. Von Miller, thank you. COVID brain. Without Von Miller. I, I keep saying COVID brain. I don't even know. I tested <laughs> negative for COVID, but I keep coughing and my brain doesn't work. So I'm, yeah, you're, I'm that's you're, what I'm blaming. Well, you're, you're at your house right now, uh hosting remotely. Right? Yeah, so that's that's worth right. pointing out. Um <laughs> Von Miller without Buffalo, their defensive line is not quite as stout. Cincinnati's defense has been stellar all year. Logan Wilson, uh that is the overall arching theme in the, uh, and good quarterbacks, which Daniel Jones, Sam, good quarterback. I was say Sam Hubbard too, that that 98-yard touchdown against the Ravens. Oh yeah, I I, I mixed up Sam Hubbard and Logan Wilson. I think Logan Wilson had a had a role in that play, right? Did he did he force the fumble? Oh yeah, I think he knocked that out of Huntley's hands. Yeah, I think that's right. 
Yeah, so if you if you got a good defensive line, you're gonna be you're gonna be competitive. All right, so we we both agree on Kansas City. The late game start kicking off at six fifteen. These are all Mountain Standard times, by the way. The New York <laughs> Giants nine seven and one. Do you remember the Giants tying this year? I think they did against the Commanders. I can't I can't remember that at all. Big NFC East guy. Big NFC East guy. Yeah, guy. yeah. So New York Giants take on the number one seed Philadelphia Eagles. Are is Jalen Hurts playing? The Philly oh, is oh. favored by six and a half. Danny Dimes has played admirably. The aforementioned um, uh, the clapper, Jason Garrett, embarrassing yeah. that you couldn't do better. The embarrassing, just like the Jets couldn't do better with Geno Smith, embarrassing that um, Jason Garrett couldn't do better with Danny Dimes. Um, playing very well, even though he went to a terrible school in college. I <laughs> I think that uh, Duke. And he, has I, he is he is he a Duke player anymore? Do we look at Daniel Jones? He's kind of kind of got a chiseled jawline now. Are we considering him a Dukey anymore? I mean, he looks like a he looks like a, he does look like a Duke small forward. You know, still basketball player that is. I, I he's yeah. I mean, I I feel like he his his grit on the road against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings and ending their season, which should have been ended because that was a terrible team that was a two seed somehow. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia at home. Yeah, I mean, I like the Eagles. Sorry. But I, I think this will be a good game. I think it could be – I wouldn't be surprised if they only lose by a field goal, but I probably see them losing by a touchdown. Okay, so you got you to pick one. You got to pick one. Eagles, Eagles. Yeah. I know, but what you got? You're gonna are they gonna cover the spread? Six, did we say? six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, I'll do a touchdown. Yeah. All right, I think I think it's gonna be closer. I think Daniel Jones. They've okay. seen each other enough. Brian Dayball, first year head coach, probably gonna be coach of the mm-hmm. year with what he's done. He's got the same Should the be. same ingredients that Joe Judge had, and Joe Judge just couldn't do anything to spite himself. Like he he's such Joe Judge is such a loser. With, with all the I was just no, I'm totally but. But with all the awful coaches we've mentioned, like Brandon Staley, there have been a lot of great coaches this year that did a lot with nothing, like Jim Har- uh, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. With uh, sorry, John Harbaugh with Huntley, no Lamar Jackson, go to the playoffs, playing admirably, almost beating Cincinnati at. If he at didn't, if, if Harbaugh didn't mess up the four minute drill, they would have won that game. He just yeah, they had an un- unexpected penalty. All of a sudden, they went from like what second and goal or f- to like third third and goal from the fifteen or something. Yeah. They were going into the end zone to win that game. Yeah. Uh, McDaniel's playing really well, uh, having to deal with the Tua concussions and like coming out and playing Skyler, whatever his name is, against the Buff against Buffalo and yeah. that game. And then um, Shanahan having three different quarterbacks, Trey Lance, Jimmy, Jimmy G and Brock Purdy and being the two seed and being probably the most like maybe the most favored team right now to win the Super Bowl or at least advance in the NFC at least. Agreed. Uh, I mean, yeah. Unbelievable coaching. Um, I'm going to take uh, the Giants to cover the six and a half. Fair enough. Um, okay, on Man. Sunday, let's start with let uh, let's start with Cincinnati Buffalo. Cincinnati's twelve and four. Buffalo is thirteen and three. Buffalo is favored at home by five and a half sport five and a half points. We mentioned it earlier in the show. Hamlin will be at that game. It's going to be absolutely rocking in Buffalo. Can't wait to watch the future of the NFL. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow facing off. Two young quarterbacks. I I don't I, don't, I can't say enough. Like I don't I don't know where to start. Josh Allen is electric. He played poorly. He's kind of scaring me in these playoffs. How he played against Miami. He can't play hero ball and th- turn it over against Cincinnati. They seem to make people pay. But Cincinnati's well coached. They seem. Like they play the uh, short, short half or short, short yard hitches all day long against the Ravens. Good defense, and then once it opened up, they were able to find Jamar Chase deep. It was just a well. They're both well coached. Buffalo at home. 
I think it's going to be close. I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give Buffalo. It's not, excuse me. Cincinnati will cover the five and a half. Yeah. I mean, this, this, this game is, is crazy in that it's the canceled game and Hamlin's going to come back and he's going to be there for it. Sean McDermott has done a great year. Great job. Again, uh, Josh Allen playing with probably an elbow that needs Tommy John surgery, which is crazy. Obviously he's playing hero ball and he's making some wild, wild throws and decisions, but Cincinnati has lost offensive linemen. Yeah. Yep. Not, not beating Baltimore with Huntley. What, what am I think of? Uh, dominant way. Dominant way at home. They I, had, I, a, they had I, had a miracle scoop and score for 98 yeah. yards. I'll take Buffalo. We'll, we'll, I'll counter you, man. I, I just can't wait. I can't. Can we say this besides absolute excitement? Buffalo is prone to have turnovers. They're missing Von Miller's huge. Their missing, defense is not as good as it was. Yeah. Cincinnati right. having holes in that offensive line. I think we're just back to square one on their Super Bowl run last year. Right. All right. Let's get to your Cowboys. The game of the week. (laughs) Dallas going on the road. They are 12 and five married to Mike McCarthy. He is the man down. And actually, let me let me back up here. Mike McCarthy's sweater. You told me. Tell me you've seen that sweater before. Is that a Mike McCarthy original on the sideline? It looked like the looked like that guy sweater. Yeah, it looked like the guy, the the Cleveland Browns mascot they had in the center of the field for half the season, like a little elf or whatever it was. Like, oh, like the yarn's gonna come off, like the kind of a be- the broken the broken end sweater look. No, the cowboy, the 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 caricature of a cowboy riding a horse, and it's like a on his oh, chest. Oh, yeah, it was sorry. so big because yeah. he's so fat. It was like enormous. You couldn't and every time he looked over. He's he just barrel looked, chest, Massey's barrel chested. Well. His barrel <laughs> chest, he had a double XL, triple XL sweater on with a really dumb logo on it. What a bust. Uh, he, he can't wear that and lose. He can wear that and win, but if he wears that and lose, loses, yikes. Okay, so they're they're traveling. They're going on the road to San Francisco with Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy at the helm. San Francisco favored by three and a half. Dallas kicking game has the yips. How are we feeling, trainer? We're not feeling very good. Uh... All right, let me let me ask you this question. Yeah. Beginning of the season, when you were saying yeah. we're tanking for Sean Payton, if I told you you're going to play the San Francisco 49ers on their third string on their third string QB in the divisional round of the playoffs, would you have taken it? Yes. Yes, I would have. All right. All right, so here we are. Let's go. Let's I mean, go some, gumption, some, baby. You're right. I mean, yeah, thank you. You're right. I'll get I'll get barrel chested myself. Um Sean Payton's going to cost a lot. There's going to there's 20 like there's to a 25 lot of- million dollars and the picks and I don't know what that even really is. And like, there's going to be like a, there's an interview process and you got to like, you know, guarantee those picks to even interview him. And it seems, it seems like a lot. So now that I think about, yes, I, I would take this. I'm excited for this game. Like I said, it's 1994 all over again. Super Nintendo is cool. All right. All right. Let's let's be barrel tested. <laughs> you're really you're really convincing me here. Let's go let's let's go play a game. Let's go play a game at, at the link mm-hmm. at Lincoln Field against Jalen Hurts. Go Cowboys plus four. Okay, so you're saying you're saying not only is the Cowboys going to win, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win, and it's going to yeah. be an NFC e, NFC East NFC Championship. That was hard for me to put my wrap my brain Correct. around. Yeah, it's, it's a tongue twister, but you got it right. Is Jalen Hurts hurt? Is Jalen Hurts hurts? Yeah. I don't think he's totally there, you know, in terms of health. I think he's, I mean, I don't, what, what did he have? I forgot. Why did Minshew have to play? I've like completely, I've 2022 is so long ago. COVID an, brain, all that's triple demic, you know. The, um, I chest related. 
chest? Non non throwing shoulder? Yeah. No. Wow. Nothing. Cr- this is where you get the facts, legs, right? This is this is where you get the hard hitting facts here on Teton Sports <laughs> Talk. We can't remember why Jalen Hurts is not playing. Um, all right, Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts is a is a warrior. He's my favorite college football player of all time. I've already said that many times. Like I don't I don't think Jalen Hurts is hurt enough to lose to the Giants, and I don't know if the Cowboys are going to go on the road and beat. I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Got to calm down here. We're going to beat the 49ers. We're going to beat the 49ers. All right, I think San Francisco is going to cover the three and a half, and Mike McCarthy is going to go down. (laughs) Cowboys, a lot of talk about Super Bowl. I'd be excited to see it, but for whatever reason, San Francisco's got kind of like a team of destiny thing going on, especially with Brock Purdy. Let the storyline continue with Mr. Irrelevant going advancing to the NFC Championship. Now, trainer, we don't have much time. Would we like to do our college basketball and review our NBA picks? How much time do we have? Seven minutes. Let's do. Let's go through. Let's go through the. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to? You wanted to make a switch. You said. Does, I can do it real quick. Okay, do it real quick. All we'll right, I'm go to the uh, the relationship statuses real quick. Of we'll cover as many teams as we can. We won't cover the the final eight. Okay. All right. So I have number one Houston, number two Kansas, number ten UVA, and number twenty one Baylor. Trainer's got number fifteen UConn. They've been plummeting since he picked them up. Number uh, five UCLA, University of Kentucky. Uh, they are number. Um, they're number. Uh, mm, they are. Did un- you see the guy had thir- he had a thirty four and twenty four game? That was pretty cool. Yeah, 36 and twenty four. They lost to Alabama and South Carolina consecutively. Um, <laughs> Alabama was good. Oh, and that's where I'm going to bring it up right there. I'm going to drop number twenty one <laughs> Baylor and pick up number four Alabama. Dude. Oh, yes. It feels good to have the 1, 2, 10, and 4 team, especially with UVA. That was right. that was organic. That was good. I said Alabama, and you picked them. That was mm, good. Yeah, they might be the best team in the country, despite the fact that one of their players is getting charged with capital murder. What? Yeah, just look it up. Darius Miles, not not good. It is That's not, not good. Yikes, that's worse than Deshaun Watson. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's all, he's in jail. He's not on the team. Held without bond. Um, sounds like he did not pull the trigger, but it might have been his gun. That is just the rumor circulating. He will have his day in court. Hopefully, everything will Tune clear itself. Tune into Dateline. Yeah, that is that is not for us to speculate on. All right, let's talk. Let's talk QBs, coaches, and relationship status. Let's do it quick. All right, we'll go. We'll go backwards. We'll talk. We'll go. Last time we went, we went married to dirt nap. And all all those great things, those relationships as in between Dirt Nap, we had. Yeah, well, remind, remind the listeners what the levels oh, are. Yes, newlyweds, mm-hmm. engaged, dating. It's complicated. I want a divorce. Almost dead. Dirt Nap, six feet under. Mm-hmm. Is there is there like <laughs> so, a happily married in this? Is there happily married? Yeah, I mean, I feel like if we might have to add a category after you know these uh, after the NFC and AFC championship games are decided. You know, you got you got happily married. You got Mahomes and Andy. You mm. got probably McDermott and um, Josh Allen. Of course. Um, but there, you know, in newlyweds, we had Lamar and Harbaugh, and a lot's changed since the last time we played this game. Actually. Oh, oh, most certainly, most certainly. All right, let's get into it. All right, dirt naps. We got uh, Matt Ryan and interim Jeff. Jeff Saturday. I don't think he's keeping the job. I haven't heard. No, any. I don't even know if he's getting an interview for the job. So they're probably, what do they have? The third pick, second pick. Are they going to trade up and try to get that? Get that, Bryce that Young spot to get Bryce or CJ spot. Cause I know the bears have the, the, the bears 
solidify the first overall pick since the last time we did a show. The Bears hold all the cards. They have Justin Fields. They're even saying, like, we might. They might trade it. Yeah, we might trade it. Um, So I feel like we're going to have a completely new relationship next year. So it's kind of even hard to even really weigh in on this. It's like both. It's I guess both the husband and wife are passing away together. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, it's right. I think I think uh, Matt Ryan might be done with his career. Indianapolis yeah. has the fourth pick. Arizona with the third. There, uh, Arizona is in an unhappy relation, unhappy marriage with Kyler Murray. They're they're in it for the money. Money. She, she doesn't. She does not care what he does. And he. She's like, just do it anywhere, but don't bring him in the house. Take him to a hotel. That's that's fine. But uh Matt Ryan so is Matt Ryan is stepping aside. They're not divorcing. It's an amicable split. And neither one of them are gonna be in the same position. Not like one of them's losing and one of them's winning. They're both gonna ride out into the sunset together. And yeah. when the trail splits, they're gonna go their separate ways. I'm gonna go hot take. I know Jim, I know sorry, God, yeah, Jim. Jim Harbarn is is possibly the the Broncos' new head coach, but I feel like it'd be cooler if he was the Colts' coach because he took them to the AFC Championship game in maybe the late mid to late '90s. So that'd be kind of a cool reunion. So this could be like a Jim Harbaugh, CJ Stroud relationship. I think Harbaugh's going to stay at Michigan. May. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That, so. Okay, that would yeah. be ironic. Anyway. Have CJ Stroud as your quarterback. He's like, actually, I've been watching you for a couple of oh, years yeah. now, and I honestly would like to coach that guy. You look kind of cute at Ohio State. All right, who um, else we got? So, TBD. Last time we uh, revisited, last time we visited the Panthers, it was Baker Mayfield and interim Steve. Steve Wilkes did a hell of a job yeah. as an interim coach. He had already forgot which which job he had, but he gotten fired as a head coach before he took over the job from Matt Rule. Uh, Baker Mayfield has since been traded, sorry, released by the Panthers, picked up by the Rams, is a free agent. So I would love to see Steve Wilkes keep this job and the Panthers pick up a quarterback in the draft maybe they trade up and maybe they go for bryce young or maybe they go for a trade for lamar jackson or Derek carr carolina's in that mid-range they're they're at number nine now i don't even know this is this is new territory um yeah i'm not sure if it's if if um he's the hottest coach you know he's not the hottest person at the bar but maybe he's a he's uh what what you're looking for you know, maybe maybe he's not the model finds the model type relationship, but there's definitely something some strong. They can make strong connections. Whoever his next quarterback's going to be, he, he's a he's a not a not the the trophy fish, but he's a good fish. You'd mm-hmm. probably mount him, put him on the wall. So we'll we'll see what uh, kind of catch he's he's going to be able to make. But Carolina's got some serious serious uh, quarterback questions that that is going to have to be addressed immediately. No, they do. They're going to let Sam Darnold walk. Uh, Baker's gone. They've got an opportunity to trade up, maybe get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Anthony Richardson is now listed as like the third best prospect like quarterback, which blows my mind. Does that make sense to you? Watching him play at Florida this year? Um, raw talent. I thought Matt Corral, yeah. who's on the should be still in the Panthers roster, is a better pure quarterback than Anthony Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I would think so. And then there's obviously Lamar. There's there's Tom Brady. You know, um, there's Derek Carr. I think Gino's going to go back to the Seahawks. Jimmy G, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, TBD on this one, but I hope I hope Wilkes keeps his job at least as the 
head of the household. Um, the the last one of the dirt naps was Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Oh my gosh, Ron Rivera. Hopefully, will keep his job. I mean, he's already he moved on from Carson Wentz and started dating the new hot Heineke. Hot in the streets. They might have they might have had some side convos that Wentz wasn't wasn't aware of. But all of a sudden, Sam Howell comes. Oh, gets, the, gets, oh the, the IG influencer came in, slipped in the D, slid into Rivera's DMs and was like, yo, I've been here this whole time. Yeah, I don't know what they can get for Heineke, but it's definitely it's definitely something. He does add value, in my opinion. Just watching him play, he plays like his hair's on fire. Sam Howell, though, is just kind of waiting in the wings, and they just want to see what he can do. You know, they're like, oh, the new, the new best thing. And I'm not sure if the grass is greener in this case. So... I, yeah, I think – I mean, yeah, sorry. I would say Washington had a really – Washington has a good defense. Chase Young came back. Sam Howell played great. They kicked the poop out of Dallas in the Week 18 game that still actually kind of mattered for Dallas at the time. So I think there's still something there. And, yeah, I think it's going to be can we do something in the draft? If not, we're going to maybe get Derek Carr. We're going to, like, stick with Sam Howell next year. I don't think they're going to, like, try to trade up for Bryce Young or CJ. Yeah. They have to give up a lot. I mean, Chicago's almost got, dead. Chicago, Chicago's got so many, so many issues to deal with. You might as well get the best, the best position that you can from whatever yeah. I and mean, everything they need. Interior offensive lineman, maybe. But what, what if Chicago just picks Will Anderson? I mean, yeah, they could do that too. Yeah, makes total yeah. makes yeah. sense to me. All right, what else you got? Uh, almost deads. We had uh, Tom Brady and Todd Bowles in this category. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady, do you think that was it for him with the Bucks? Do you think that was it for him in the NFL? Um, his his uh, contract ends in March, I believe, so we won't have any firm footing with that. The rumors will will fly um, unless they do a complete changeup. Tom Brady is probably going to have to ask for another head coach, his third one in three years or four years. Uh, this is. This is one of those things that's where it's like, thank you for your service. It was a nice ride. We're, uh, Tom Brady's probably moving on. I think he will play again next year. Where he will land, I honestly have no idea. I think that the Pats are obviously not number one that he's going back to, but I think that's a far-fetched idea. But I think he's more likely to pay for the play for the Pats than he is for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like this will be a, uh, a widow situation where Todd Bowles will keep his job and he will not have a wife next year. Okay. All right. Widow. I didn't know. I forgot about that option. Widower. Yes. All right. <laughs> Who, who's next? Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur for the Green Bay Packers. They are an old couple sitting on the couch, can't figure out where they want to eat, so they have a TV dinner instead. They they are mad at each other. They haven't talked in, talked in years besides the occasional grunt, and they're sleeping in separate bedrooms. So Matt LaFleur is kind of like the husband who's saying, okay, honey, you can have an open relationship, and Aaron Rodgers can go out and flirt at the retirement home and maybe go to a different team. Okay, okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? You know, you go to the retirement home, pop some blue pills, get out of my hair. All right. What do you think? I mean, what, what if Zach Wilson is saying, I'm going to make his life hell, and it's Aaron Rodgers? How funny would that be? That would crack me up. They're not, they can't trade him. They're, they're too connected to him. All right, last one. Oh, last one. I want a divorce. Uh, let's pick one out of this. Let's go. Let's go with Jared Goff and Dan Campbell because that's they, a great one to, yeah. to end on because that one went from I want a divorce because we were like, Dan Campbell obviously deserves to keep his job. And Jared Goff actually proved he should keep his quarterback job. 
yes. next year for the Lions, and I think they should build around him. So I think this is a probably we don't do it right now, but we might want to put this one in the dating category. Move it all the way from uh, I want a divorce uh, above it's complicated to dating. Well, I well if they want a divorce, that means they're married. I think it's I think you can kind of go down Fair. this route, this this line of thinking. It wasn't anything. It wasn't anything they had, they had either done. There was some communication issues. None of them had stepped out on their marriage. They went to right. therapy. They got some things right, and now things are Gamble. hot and heavy again. They are. They have refound and rekindled their love for each other. It is full steam ahead. They're talking about having the third or fourth kid, whatever which one they're on. They are in love, and I think Jared Goff and Dan Campbell are happily, happily married. The Instagram post are dwindling, I would say, because anybody that posts about their relationship on Instagram probably is having a little rocky trouble. So all of a sudden they're disappearing from Instagram because they're enjoying each other's company. Agreed. I think this is Dan Campbell printed out the divorce papers from his lawyer and then he's shredding them in the new year. Yeah, and kind of a dramatic, the 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 camera zooms in on the shredder and as you're seeing it shred, you can tell just from the, the shreds that it said like divorce settlement or whatever and it says shredding away and and Jared Goff walks in the door all bright-eyed and smiling. So that's that's how this movie's ending on Dan Campbell and Jared Goff season. God, I love it. 90 Day Fiance in Detroit. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you. Thank you for allowing me back on the show, trainer. I was gone for two weeks. Happy to be back here talking to the loyal listeners. Please download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Okay, that is it, and that is all.